Welcome to Key 3 Educators, helping you excel as a Christian school leader, educator, or homeschooler as you outfit students to learn themselves, love God, and live connected. Here's your host, Stephanie Smith. Welcome back to Key 3 Educators. You are going to love the second part of my interview with Cheryl Swope. Cheryl is the author of the book, Simply Classical, A Beautiful Education for Any Child, and she is the creator of the program, Simply Classical. This curriculum is used by both home educators and in schools to provide a classically-based education for students with special needs. Last week, Cheryl shared with us her journey in becoming a special education major as well as her own personal journey as the adoptive parent of two children, a boy-girl set of twins, with several special needs. Today we're going to hear more about the Simply Classical program and also how parents can find resources if, if they know that their child has a special need or if they're just wondering, is this a problem or is this something that I really need to look into? And she's going to share with us about some ways that a parent can get help and to be able to get the information and knowledge that they need. You will also learn about the individualized attention that you can receive from Cheryl as a school leader or as a home educator to be able to help make decisions that are the best for your particular child and your particular organization. Without any further ado, let's hop in and listen to part two of my interview with Cheryl Swope. Simplyclassical.com is our all-in-one link. When you go to the homepage for it, there's a where do I start, bright red button. So you click that, it goes down to these readiness assessments that correspond to each level of our curriculum. But within those assessments, we have each area. So cognitive, language, fine motor, the small muscles, gross motor, the large muscles and coordination. In the later years, we have reading, writing, arithmetic. So you can see where your child falls. And really, no matter what age or what grade the child is assigned to currently, You just begin exactly where he needs to begin. And you don't have to have a formal evaluation for that. You don't have to have a background in special ed. You don't have to have a diagnosis for your child. You can just go ahead and teach. That's true in schools. It's true in homeschools that it can be a a godsend for for people who were saying, I know he can't keep up and we're just dragging him through this material. I really want him to learn to read and learn to write and love to read and love to write. How do we do that? Well, all of the packages include include just step-by-step lesson plans. It's all very open and go. No super training needed. 
just so simply classical. You just this read is not the teacher just tips, a site to be able it up to help to someone in terms day. of identifying special needs. And so um, if I kind of want to backtrack just a minute and then just have you just kind of walk through so the people have a very thorough understanding of the simply classical program. This isn't just a few teaching tips. It's not just a few okay, well, if your child is in a traditional school, here's a few little things that you can do at home. This is a, um, this is a total educational program. And so can you just kind of share with us about the program? And then also, if, if you would maybe start by um, diffusing the concerns that people might have or that they might kind of, some people might in, immediately be a little, trigger to say, oh, that's not going to work for us when you use the word classical, because that can evoke a lot of different assumptions and thoughts and emotions when it comes to education. So can you kind of share with us what you mean by classical education and talk about the relevance of that? And then how does that actually apply to children with special needs and in this classical, uh, simply classical program? Yes. The first important thing is to distinguish between a classical scholar, one who attains the highest levels of a classical education, meaning they will translate for themselves Virgil and Cicero. They will master Latin and Greek. We're not talking about an introduction to classical education here. We are talking about classical scholars that may become university professors in the classics. Well, those are rare within the realm of the population, and certainly anyone with a bent in that direction would benefit from a classical education. But what I have found is that there is a difference between a classical scholar and classical education more broadly. We don't have to be afraid of the term or the, the entity, classical education. It really, um, Dr. Christopher Perrin says this, the only reason we call it that is because we had to call it something okay, <laughs> in order to reclaim it. So it. Yes, it is derived from the classical period, ancient Greece, ancient Rome. In classical Christian education, it's also Christianity, the Christian faith. So here's my definition of a classical education. And this was very helpful to me realizing that, okay, my children are not going to be classical scholars. They're just not. They both had lower IQs or lower working memory, lower processing. But I didn't want to deprive them of the humane riches of a classical education, like art and music and good literature. I didn't want to relegate them to some menial education where they're learning how to open cans or, I mean, only. Of course, that's important, but I, I wanted the fullness of what an education should be. I wanted to bring that to them. So here's, here's my definition. A classical education is a formative education, meaning we're forming the person. A formative education designed to incline the child to that which is good, true, and beautiful through the liberal arts and sciences, 
and guided by the great art, music, literature, and ideas of Western civilization. And then a classical Christian education is informed and led by the Holy Scriptures and wrapped in the merciful assurance of Jesus Christ as our Savior and as the fulfillment of truth, goodness, and beauty for us. And that's that sounds like a definition of education that anyone would benefit from, no matter what the label on it was, right? To be able to have that. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's what we want for that's and that's really what the, the movement at large, the larger classical Christian education movement is all about, is reclaiming that for for all of our children, all of our schools, all of our teacher training programs, all of our universities. We want we want all of that for everyone. And that doesn't mean that we're democratizing it, that we're lowering any standards. What 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 I mean is that if a child needs a slower pace or more step-by-step instruction, then he receives that. And if he doesn't attain that ultra high level of Latin competence, that's okay. Still, some Latin is still beneficial. So we include Latin in our upper levels of our Simply Classical program, but we make sure that phonics, English phonics and the English language, that that's firmly, that that's solid before we embark on that. But so do traditional classical schools. They, they don't teach Latin typically to the two or three-year-old. That's not what that's for. We're not raising precocious children. That's not what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to just provide an excellent education. Right. So, can, so for a parent or an educator that would uh, be listening to this and say, wow, this sounds really good, um, where would they go to begin? And maybe you can, you can also share with us about the book that you have authored. How does that fit in with the larger package of curriculum that is available not just for home educators, but also for Christian schools? The book is a wonderful starting point. If your listeners have not yet read the book then I and are listening to this and interested at all in the topic, then I highly recommend reading that. It's, it's way more accessible than many books written on classical education. There are more stories. I'm also lifting high the classical Christian approach and content in contrast to some of my own teacher training, which was not that. And a lot of people have told me that they see their own story in that story. They look back at their own education and they see now what they're reclaiming for themselves as well as for their children or in their schools. They, it was, um, it's a reaffirming and a very hopeful book. It's, that book is also really useful for faculty to have a Simply Classical book club where everyone reads that book and you come together and you discuss chapters, not only for special needs, but just in general, like what is classical education? How could we be doing this differently? How could we be doing this better than we are? It's really helpful to get everybody on the same page. 
especially say people who are new to classical education, maybe they have just retired from the public schools, but they want to teach in a classical school, then that that has just been um, an unexpected benefit of the book. There's also a bulk discount through Memoria Press for anybody who's interested in that. But the, the curriculum itself has two features. One is exactly what you said, a full package. You could take this into a homeschool setting. It's 34 weeks, everything you need. It even gives you eight weeks at the end for a light summer review, which I always found essential for my children. Or it can be used in that same way in a school. Let's say that you have or want to start. We have some startup Simply Classical schools where the entire class is at the same level. So say they're at level two, which is comprehension, calculations, and character. That's our level two. We're really working on reading and arithmetic and, um, and character. But we're also covering everything else, art and music and uh, science and literature. So the entire class can be learning from level two. In a classical school that doesn't yet have a standalone program, a standalone Simply Classical program can be added for children with special needs. Every school has some that, that may need additional instruction. So an entire class, maybe a half day could be formed or summer intensives. We have intensives in reading or writing, spelling, and math. Simply Classical is very helpful there. Also, in addition to the full package, we have standalone things. So let's say that there's a resource room, for lack of a better term, a room where a child can go just for a specific subject. Maybe he really struggles in math and he, he needs to be in a different place for math than his peers. Then our Simply Classical materials for math can be very helpful. Or there could be an intro to Latin class. Our Latin includes a little bit more in terms of games, oral recitation, rather than so much writing that comes with Latin. A lot of our students are not quite ready for all of the writing that most students are ready for when they hit that Latin time. So I found it very helpful for my children to do it, to teach it in that way. So that's how our lesson plans work too. But you mentioned you mentioned that they're not teaching tips for all of the different areas, but in fact, there are in the curriculum manual, which is like the teacher's guide to the whole thing. Some people just purchased the curriculum manual. Every category has things you can do at home or things you can do in the school to increase those skills. Let's say that their fine motor skills are tremendously weak. Well, what can I be doing short of giving him more and more worksheets or writing assignments? What can I do to increase those fine motor skills? So all of the OT that we did, that's all woven into there. All the good suggestions we received over the years, those are all in there. 
too. So a person could just take that and apply those things to whatever they're doing in, in their homeschool or in their school. I think that every school should have the entire set of curriculum manuals in the library just so that teachers can pull and say and say to parents this is what you can do over the summer this is what you can do at home just give those ideas out they're all just things things that are very easy to to do well thank you so much for clarifying that because that's that's incredibly important and i love the idea of having those available as a resource um, in schools not just for teachers to use, but also to be able to hand something to parents that gives them, as you were saying in the beginning, that knowledge. And here's not just something that's wrong, but here's something that I that I can do to address that. So one of the things as you were talking about that, I know that this is a, a challenge for private Christian schools and whether they're a traditional five-day model or they're a, a different hybrid model or something. And that is, how do we address meeting the needs of special needs students in our schools? Because for some schools who are perhaps small enough, um, or just in terms of financial restrictions, who just don't think we just don't think we have the capacity to have dedicated teachers for special needs classes or for assistance or those types of things. So it's a legitimate struggle to define who are the st students, not just that we want to serve, but who are the students that we actually have the capacity to serve. So for educators, for administrators or teachers who may be in a school who are wrestling with that, or maybe a school that is just starting and, and they're needing to make this decision. Do you have recommendations on just a practical level of, um, is, is it best to try to have integrate students? We've seen this happen in, in public education of the movement to integrate students with special needs into traditional classrooms. And I know that there's, there's a whole lot of different thoughts and views and opinions on that and whether that's been effective or, or not. And I don't know that there's a cut and dried formula and a one size fits all answer for that, but can you give some principles that people might be able to think about when they are at the leadership level in schools as to the whole issue of how can we and how do we integrate students so that they're not just coming and just being physically present, but we're actually giving them an education that they, that they deserve to have. Yes, th those are wonderful topics to discuss. I, I will mention too that we have a half day at our teacher training conference in Louisville this summer. It's the Wednesday, I believe it's July 12th or 13th, but it's in that week, whatever that Wednesday is. And I'll be leading in a, uh, a half day where it's three full hours of teachers and administrators discussing all of those kinds of topics. Um, so that's at memoriapress.com. If you look at events, I believe it might be on the main banner, but it's at events. Every year we do teacher training in these things. Also, I'm always available, Cheryl Swope at memoriapress.com. 
I work with schools. I work with the Classical Latin School Association to help schools. I'm available privately for consultations as well, or in services. I've done a lot of in services, either in person or virtually, because these are things that schools are grappling with. Our classical schools and our Christian schools and our classical Christian schools, they are grappling with these. Also, another thing that's been really helpful is to meet with the administrators and just have a session where they can ask whatever questions that their teachers have asked or that is on their mind. We can talk about what's your vision, what's your budget, what's your, um, who is your target audience? Who do you have in your school right now? That's the place I would say that we usually start. Who do you have in your school right now that you want to keep? Okay. Often there's maybe one sibling, there's two or three or four other children in the family. And if they, if the school can't figure out what to do with that one child who's struggling, the whole family might leave or just as, as sad, the one might go to the public school and not have the same kind of education or the, the Christian faith imbued in every, every day. And also it's just that feeling like I just, I don't belong. That's just a really, that's a really hard thing. So start there with any child who's in your class, classroom or in your school and see what can happen. It's very case by case. Sometimes integration at a lower level can help. Maybe the schedule can change so that everyone's studying math at the same time. And students who are ready for a higher level of math can just go to that classroom. And students who need a lower level of math can just go to that classroom. And you don't have to have a different grade assignment. You're just, you go to wherever you're going to be taught best. The same can happen with reading. The same can happen with literature. And the same can happen with Latin. It also can happen with spelling and writing. That's one modification that schools have made that makes that a little more fluid. It's not, that doesn't work with say much older students and much younger students. Of course you have, you'd have to separate those, but that, that can be helpful. Another thing that schools have done that's a little bit more involved is setting up a separate person or room or place for tutoring. So the tutoring could be maybe somebody in, in your school circle. It could be uh, somebody that you hire just as a, a teaching aid to come in and just work one-on-one -on -one with the, the child to help him organize his materials, help him understand his assignments better, just help him work through the problems that are going on, maybe in math, or give him a word bank for his writing so that things aren't spelled incorrectly. And then... And then it may be time, though, to create a whole, a whole program for children who are struggling. Integration is not always the answer. It, and well, so there's this one school that I saw. Um, it's in the San Diego area, and I was out there for a day. A wonderful day, and not just because of the weather. <laughs> but they're, they're able to school outside. It's so nice all the time. <laughs> um, but the. The gal, Lindsay, who runs their program in this 
classical Christian school, Castle, um, yes, they, Lindsay started out with just a handful of children. And once, once she established some instructional reading groups, some tutoring, she did a, she does a math lab after school. She has a place where children who need the test read to them can have that happen. Answers, of course, can't be given, but just to have that presented auditorily, it takes the pressure off of the teacher to have to do all these modifications. So the school actually hired just one person for this K through eight school. It was it changed everything, and the teachers were so thrilled that she went from a caseload of eight to twenty two the very next year. Now she has an aide for this uh, this year. It, it's such a benefit. And the families are so appreciative that their children are allowed to stay there. They didn't even have to raise their tuition. They received a grant from, or not a grant, a gift from one of the families who was just so very thankful. And I've, I've seen that at other schools too, where the family themselves or itself comes up with the funding. There are different sources of funding. Others will say, we offer these things, but the tuition is higher because the class sizes are smaller. They're just all kinds of options. Okay. And so for the assessments, if someone wants to reach out to speak to you about that, are those things um, that you always do in person or do you also do those virtually? Um, and then also for the, I know you mentioned the half day of teacher training event that will take place during this, this summer. Is that something where you, that happens every summer, or are there also other options throughout the year of either personal or other virtual training opportunities? Well, first about the assessments, those are just free and downloadable, and you just score those yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, so that, I wasn't clear. I meant like if, if an administrator wants to call and speak to you and says, hey, we'd like to have an assessment of, of where we are, um, are those things uh, okay. just you know, what's kind of the process that goes from there? The process is this, that if, if it's for placement in the Simply Classical curriculum, then there is no charge. Let's say that a school wants to adopt the curriculum, then I will help that school at no charge to do that. Another alternative is the private consultation. That's a paid consultation. And that would be more, let's just, we, we don't want to change materials at this point. We just want to assess our, our, like you said, assess our vision, see what we could be doing better. That Those are available all year, all year long. Those are through me, same address. That's um, Cheryl Swope at memoriapress.com. And that's tailored to the school. It might be a one-time meeting with an administrative team and then an in-service for teachers. Often we break it up the K through three, like the primary teachers, and then we do um, three or four through six because the questions are different. And people, then they submit questions to me ahead of time and, and we talk about their situation. So the the process really is just to contact me and let me know what what's needed. And that's true for homeschools too. Even the homeschooler who downloads the assessment and says, I'm kind of confused because he seems high in this area and low in this area. What should we do? Then we just, that's just what I do. We, we 
make sure that that all works. They are customizable too. So let's say somebody needs a level three math, but a level two everything else, then you just hit the customize button and the lesson plans and the books for level three come out and poof, you're all good to go. And you can just, you can just start. Okay, it sounds great. Well, Cheryl, you have given us a wealth of information. And um, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you sharing so generously of your time and your expertise. Is there anything else before we close out today that you're like, I've got to make sure I say this anything else you want to leave us with? There are two other things. One is that we have a Simply Classical journal. It's a magazine and a catalog. It comes out annually. The next issue is coming out in June. So again, going to simplyclassical.com, you can sign up to receive that free journal. The articles are always encouraging. The topic is always classical Christian education and special needs. And then all, any of our new resources are highlighted and all of the other resources are included too. So that journal, the Simply Classical Journal, it's a print journal. It's beautifully done. The The designers are just lovely. And then the other thing is that Memoria Academy, which is Memoria Press's online school, Memoria Academy has classes for children with special needs. We have five of them right now at the time of this recording. We have three in literature at different levels in literature and two in different levels of Latin. And our teachers are so good. They present photos on um, for the students. They, they just break everything down in a very step-by-step -step encouraging way. It's really nice for our homeschoolers because then they have a teacher who understands the child we have children in there with ADHD, learning disabilities, autism, and the child has classmates who are right at that same level. So that's those Memoria Academy classes for special needs. Those are on that same on that same page. And is that at Memoria Press or is that at a different website? It is through the, it's the simplyclassical.com. Okay. okay. That's the very same. Okay. When you scroll down, you'll see Memoria Academy classes. Okay. And so, and I know your book is available there. And so somebody mm -hmm. just wants a place to get started. If they go to simplyclassical.com, then there's a wealth of information that, that they can use and branch out from there. Okay, well, Cheryl, again, thank you so much. You have been a phenomenal guest and have just given great information. And I have no doubt that this is going to be of tremendous value to our listeners. So thank you so much. And um, I just want to tell you at a personal level that I am appreciative that you have taken the, made all of the many decisions over the years not only with your own children, but then to take what you have learned as an individual and what you have learned and experienced as a parent, and you have chosen to have a, a graciousness and a generosity of spirit to be able to share that information and that experience um, and that knowledge that's been been gained with with so many other people. So that's something we don't always see. And so I think that that I have no doubt that that has been a tremendous value and will continue to be to many people. So thanks be to God. Thank you. 
All right, my friend, make sure that you hop on over to the simplyclassical.com website, and there you are going to find all the resources and links that Cheryl talked about in this two-part episode. I'm providing a rich, vibrant education for children with special needs. While you are online, make sure to visit key3educators.com. Check out some of the resources there, including speaking engagements that I offer, and make sure to sign up for the Three Keys newsletter. I hate spam, whether it comes in a can or it comes in my inbox, and I promise that I'm not going to spam you. While you are there, you can go to the resources page, and there are two free downloads. Yep, they're entirely free. You don't have to put in any kind of information to get those. All you have to do is hit the download button. One of those is a list of 15 curated books for leadership excellence and the other is a list of 12 nonfiction books which are just there to help you grow and thrive as an individual they're not about 355 ways to make fancy bulletin boards in your classroom or 265 ways to have effective classroom management because you know what you're more than a teacher you're more than an administrator or an educator you are first and foremost a human being And those books are just a place to get you started. Maybe you know some of them, maybe they're new, to be able to just refresh your spirit and your soul as a human being. All right, my friend, until next time, remember this. You have an impact that is immeasurable, eternal, and irreplaceable. Thank you for being with us today. For information on speaking engagements and resources for your school or family, visit the website key3educators.com. Remember, learn yourself, love God, and live connected.